You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience, the podcast that helps you turn your expertise into an online coaching business that replaces your nine to five income. My name is Michelle Davis and I'm your host. And in this episode, I'm discussing five ways to make sure your coaching offer is irresistible. So I'm sure you've heard the term, have an irresistible coaching offer. In this episode, I wanna share with you some key elements that are going to help you create that irresistible offer because your offer is the key to someone actually paying you for your service or walking away. So we want people to pay us for our services. We want them to stick around as coaches. And we want to have an offer that's actually going to deliver a transformation and is actually going to solve a problem for the people that we work with. And so it's very important that your offer does that for people. And you may be thinking, what's the difference between an offer versus a program, a service, or a course of some sort? So your offer is essentially your transformation, your program, your service, your course. Those are just tools to help you solve whatever the big problem is that you solve for your clients. So in this episode, I'm just kind of breaking down a recent experience that I had with a service provider. And I want to share with you what their offer is. And then I want to kind of highlight some things you want to include in your offer. And I'm going to share some good things and bad things about their offer. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode and you know you're ready to take that next step to finally become a professional service provider on your own terms, I want you to consider working with me. When you work with me, I help you start your business the right way from the beginning so you can generate the revenue you desire doing what you love. So head over to CEO blueprintacademy.com. That's CEO blueprintacademy.com to check out the ways you can work with me to get set up for business success right from the start. That's CEO blueprintacademy.com. Okay, back to the show. I recently had an urgent need for dog training services. And the reason I had that urgent need is because I have a dog We've had her since 2018 and she is about 10. uh, She's actually about 11 now. We don't know. She was a rescue and we actually never really got her formal training. We just kind of worked with her at home once we got her home. Well, we've suddenly had an urgent need to have dog training for her because she seems to be regressing in her behavior in terms of exhibiting, a, you know, some aggression. And we certainly think these, these are things that are best worked through using a dog trainer. And so I was in the market for a dog trainer. So I called dog training services, you know, yeah, I could go to Petco, PetSmart, but this isn't a puppy. And I definitely want to know what's causing the behavior. And I definitely want it to be addressed. And I definitely don't want it to escalate into something else, right? So I called a dog trainer that I found after Googling, had great reviews. 
people seemed to be pleased with the service. So the process went a little like this. So I found them on Google. I saw that they offered a dog behavior quiz, which is designed to really get at the root of what the problem is that you're having with your dog, right? So I fill out the quiz that took about, I would say 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe it was 10 minutes, but it did take some time. It wasn't a quick quiz because you really had to explain out the issue you're having with your dog. And of course you had to provide your email address so they could send you the full evaluation based on the information that you entered in the quiz. I got the email and no sooner than I opened my email, I got a phone call from the dog trainer. And so I haven't reviewed the the evaluation to even know what it says. So I took the call at the moment because I was already in the kind of the mind space that I was searching for this dog training service. And so I definitely wanted to get on the phone with someone to really kind of sort this through and determine you know, if this is a service that I can move forward with. So during the process, you know, the sales rep wasn't the actual trainer. It was a sales rep or someone that handles the trainer's sales or handles sales for the company. And so this individual went through a whole process where she, you know, clearly it was a a sales process that was dialed in by the company. And she shared with me what the company offers, what the trainer does, how the service works, where they basically the first session is on Zoom. And that's kind of like a a chat, you know, with the actual trainer themselves. They get to meet everyone in the family. They get to meet the dog via Zoom. And if the dog trainer decides at that point that you, you know, this is a situation where you all can work together, it's a workable situation, then you can move forward and pay the rest of the fee. It includes any other dogs you have in the house. And if your dog has additional issues in the future, it includes additional services and visits over the lifetime of your dog. So here's some questions that I asked, because anytime, whether you're signing on for coaching, you're signing on for a service, undoubtedly, you're going to have questions. So the one question I had is, how many sessions exactly do I get to solve this issue? And I didn't get a clear response. So I don't know if I'm going to get three sessions, two sessions, five sessions, 12 sessions, or 20 sessions to resolve this urgent problem that I'm having. The other question I had is what happens, you know, during the training that's going to help my dog resolve this issue? And so they talked about the fact that They work with the dogs in their training and it's canine communication. The gist of it is, is that you want your dog to be motivated by your communication and not by a treat. So I thought, oh, okay, that would be wonderful if we could not use treats because treats may not always be accessible, especially if you have a situation where you're in danger and you're trying to get your dog out safely or your dog is in danger. You just want them to listen and comply. And so that was basically what the training entails. Once I was ready to move forward to the next step, I did not have any quote on the price, which is pretty standard in any sales process. If you quote a price in the beginning and people don't know what the value is they're getting, they're only going to focus on the price and they won't allow you 
to discuss what value they actually receive. But once I was ready to move forward with the appointment, I learned that the total cost of the program is $24.99. And I also learned that to schedule the consultation, it's $300. And that was payable immediately on the telephone. And then if I chose to move forward with the dog trainer, then I would need to pay the balance during the time of the consultation call. So ultimately, I chose not to move forward with that company for several reasons. And here's the problem that I have with their offer. Your offer needs to have a clear commitment to your ideal client. So do you remember I said, you know, I asked the question like, hey, well, how many sessions does this service include? Because yeah, my dog, you'll come back if my dog has issues in the future. But I have an urgent problem right now. Need to know how many sessions right now are included with the service. And I never got a firm answer. So with your offer, it should be real clear, you know, how many sessions your client gets for what you're charging them, what services are included within that time frame. And you should also be able to articulate what is the outcome someone gets by working with you. In this case, this was a high ticket service. So if you can't tell me the outcome, I actually get, or I'm unclear on, you know, how many sessions or the service itself, you've already lost me because I don't know what I'm getting. I have to know what I'm getting if I'm going to work with you. In this case, I'm, you know, I'm seeking out a service, but it's the same thing with your coaching program. Your offer has to have a clear promise for your ideal client to feel confident signing on with you. The other part to not having clarity is that I now am questioning the timetable for relief. So if it's a 12-week program, if it's a 60-day program or or four-week program, I know that at the end of the four weeks that there's some relief coming. But if I don't know how long or how many sessions I get initially, and all I know is that you'll come keep coming back if the dog has additional issues in the future, I don't have a timetable for when I'm going to get relief for the problem I'm experiencing now. The second issue I had is the booking timeframe. So if someone is calling you for an urgent problem, in this case, if you're a coach, you don't want your booking to be two or three weeks out. If the booking time is two to three weeks out, I have time to look at competitors yeah, you know, you got the buy-in and I have to pay the $300 to, to even schedule the consultation in the first place. But someone who's willing to pay $2,500 may be willing to chalk that $300 up as a loss if they feel like they were able to find a dog trainer that they're more confident in working with and, and getting resolution for their urgent problem. It's the same thing with your coaching service. And so the other thing I also worried about, if it takes you that long to book me for a paid consultation, and $300 is a pretty sizable payment for a consultation from a dog trainer. The other thing I thought about, well, how frequent are the sessions? Are these sessions weekly? Are they like every other week? Like I was concerned that I would sign on to a service without really getting consistency or having long gaps in service delivery. You know, you you get my money and then it's like the next appointment is two or three weeks out. And I brought that up during the sales process as well, 
And of course, the sales rep guaranteed me that that wouldn't happen. But a lot of times when people object to a service, even if they object about price, a lot of times it's not necessarily the objection about what they tell you the objection is about. It's a confidence issue or a trust issue. And so in this case, I had some serious trust issues that led me to feel like this wasn't the service for me. So if you're going to offer a free call for prospective clients, you want to make sure that those calls happen within a reasonable time frame. Because if you're that busy that you can't sign on new clients, it's not a good sign. You want to have a process that enables you to not only get them on a call quickly, but but onboard them quickly and get them into services quickly. Because if you leave someone lingering, they're going to change their mind. They're going to look at other competitors and sign on with them. Plus within that time gap, they could actually lose interest or momentum altogether. So you definitely want to have a process in place that enables you to get people into your programs right away. Okay, so number three is you don't want to include elements in your offer that don't make sense. Like I mentioned before, as a coach, as a service provider, you're providing a solution to an urgent issue that someone's experiencing. And so you don't want to offer things to me to give me the illusion that you're solving my problem. And I've seen this done in so many coaching programs online where someone wants to offer you every course they've ever done in their online coaching career, or you want to offer me this 100 video library for me to learn X, Y, Z. And in this case with the dog trainer, they were offering to come back, you know, for the lifetime of my dog. Is that really something I really need? It sounds good, but do I really need it? Just like I gave the example of someone giving me 100 videos, 75 videos, 50 videos. Do I really need 50 videos to do what I need to do? The thing with someone giving you 50 videos, 100 videos, or the videos they've created over their lifetime is most of it ends up being outdated anyway. That's the reason they're giving it to you. They have moved on to other strategies, other techniques. And also, what is the likelihood that you're going to actually sit down and watch all of those videos? So sometimes things sound good, but they're not actually things that your client can use at the end of the day. And so I'm all about keeping things simple. I'm all about not you know, giving people the illusion that if I give them a bunch of stuff, it's going to help them. I make things simple. I give people exactly what they need to get their business started and to grow their business. And so you want to strive to do the same thing. You don't want to give them a bunch of fluff. And that's exactly what those kind of things are. They're they're hyped up things or fluff that aren't actually going to help your client reach their goals. People have a problem here and now, and, and that's what you need to focus on solving in your offer. The fourth issue that I found with their offer is I took the time, I entered my email, I completed the the dog behavior quiz, and then I immediately got a call from them. Now, thankfully, I didn't have anywhere to be at that moment, and I was able to have that conversation. But most people, when they're scrolling online, they could be anywhere. They could be at work. They could be in the middle of you know making dinner. 
They could be otherwise engaged. Everyone is not in the position to take whatever time they took to fill out a dog behavior quiz and then to immediately hop on a call with you that's going to lead to them pulling out their credit card at the end of the call. And so you have to really think that through. And they're not the only ones that do that. I mean, it's very common in the coaching world too, is that they'll have someone else other than the person that's providing the service handle the sales calls. And that person calls you immediately. You know, when you put in your email address to download something. And my suggestion with that is, is to give prospective clients the freedom to schedule the time with you. Because if I don't have the time or I'm otherwise engaged and I don't know how long the call is going to be, my call with the dog training company ended up being like 45 minutes. And then when you factor in how long it took me to complete the quiz, that's roughly about an hour. And so if you're going to have someone engaged for an hour, you, you know, you want to definitely consider having them schedule their own time based on their availability. And I understand why coaches do that, because if you allow people to schedule ahead, you know, they could end up being no shows, interest they initially had in your program kind of dissipates the longer it takes for them to get on a call with you. And so they're trying to capture that momentum. But someone that loses that momentum that quickly may not be the best fit for your services, especially when you're talking about a high ticket program. When you're asking people to pull out their credit card and pay thousands of dollars for your services, you need to guarantee that you're going to have them on that call so that you can deliver your full sales pitch to them. Because if someone hops off the call, if some things happen, they're not prepared for that time, it could go either way. And so my preferred process is to allow people to schedule. And the ones that are really, really and truly committed to solving that problem are going to show up. Don't set your schedule, you know, where they can book, you know, weeks in advance. So allow them to maybe book you know, three days in advance, you know, or four days in advance, you know, that way you can still capture the momentum and engage with the client on their terms so they can be comfortable having a full discussion with you about what their problem is. And they'll take the time to hear how you can help them solve the problem and what your offer is exactly. One of the things I do is you know, I use a service that allows me to control the window of time that someone can book. And also I use reminders. So I have a whole workflow in place where someone books a call and they get reminders 24 hours in advance, hour ahead of the call, 30 minutes ahead of the call, whatever it is that I want to schedule and however I want to set those reminders, I can do that. And it helps them remember the call and stay engaged with me. And it's the same automation I help my clients build within their business when they sign on to my business mentoring program. So that the person that you're meeting with has some control over their time and they'll better engage with you when they feel that they're booking the time when they're available. They're prepared to listen to what you have to say. So the fifth and final point I want to make is charging someone for a consultation. So my take on that is, what am I achieving in that consultation period? 
Because your sales process is supposed to do two things. It's supposed to allow you to qualify the person for your services, but also your sales process should allow the prospective client to actually qualify you as well as the person that can solve their problem. When people are searching for you as a coach, they haven't met you yet. They're just getting to know who you are as a service provider. So yes, they have this big problem, but you have to have an opportunity to demonstrate to them that you are the service provider for them. Here's the difference between, you know, when I think you should charge and when I think you shouldn't charge. And I don't think I should have been charged a fee to see, you know, how we're going to move forward, how many sessions we would have. These are basic questions I would have. And for you to do a two-hour process with me, and I don't even know how that process leads me to solving the problem. I think a lot of that should have been addressed in the sales call. So I don't think that the dog trainer should charge a fee to keep me on the phone for hours at a time. And I don't know what that process entails. And I don't know if I'm going to get my questions answered in the call or not. However, if you are a coach, consultant, or other service provider, and your goal is to deliver some sort of solution to someone within that consultation call, you absolutely want to charge for that call. These can be pick your brain sessions. These can be sessions where people get a quick solution for a problem that they're experiencing. Now, obviously with a one hour and 90 minute consultation call, you're not solving big problems in that call. However, you are giving people the wins that they're seeking. And of course, if they want to solve the big problem or solve additional issues, they need to to pay. So absolutely, if you're going to be providing a solution on the call, yes, I think there needs to be a fee and there should, you shouldn't be giving your, your gifts away to people that want to pick your brain and, and otherwise, you know, get free information from you, you know, and then once I was done with the call, I did a quick Reddit review uh, to see if anyone else had any other experiences with this company. And sure enough, a lot of people felt the same way I did, even though they're not in sales, but they felt like they didn't have clarity on what they were actually paying for, or they didn't like the method of training that was provided to them. The big takeaway that I want you to have leaving this episode is make sure that you're actually creating an offer that's going to solve the problem for the very people you want to work with. Creating an offer is not throwing in a bunch of things that really sound good, that are going to make people feel like you are solving a problem when you're actually not. So you want to be committed to providing clarity and giving people a clear vision about what what you're offering. What is your big promise? What are they going to receive by working with you? And then you want to make time to actually meet with the prospective client if that's a part of your process. So if you can't quickly fit me into your schedule, I'm going to question how much time you're going to have for me once I give you my money. And then you only want to include elements that are actually going to solve your client's problem. Don't include a bunch of fluff because people are going to get caught up in the fluff and they're not going to get the results that they paid you for to begin with. And then you want to have a process so people are prepared to spend an hour with you on the phone 
without feeling like they have to run off the call and get dinner, go grab the kids or do something else because you caught them off guard with wanting to have a 45 minute phone call. And finally, yes, charge for sessions where you actually are are going to deliver some sort of result for someone. Charge for those consultations and don't allow your brain to be picked for free. But if you're not delivering a solution to me, that should be free. And here's the thing. If someone is confident that you can solve their problem, they're going to pay your fee. You just have to make sure that your offer is irresistible and your offer is not intended for everyone. You need to make sure you have one offer that is going to attract a specific audience. And that way you increase the likelihood that your offer is irresistible to the one audience that needs it the most. That's a wrap for this episode. I want to thank you for tuning in. And if you want to learn how to turn your expertise into an online coaching business that replaces your nine to five income without overwhelming stress, visit ceoblueprintacademy.com, ceoblueprintacademy.com, put together a free video to show you how. And so with that being said, don't forget to leave a review if this episode resonated with you. And I can't wait for you to join me for a future episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Take care and be well. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.